0: What up, world? Welcome on all, to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog on theboys.com. My name is RJ Choi. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Rightier as your humble host on to The Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, July 16th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe healthy and ready to talk about the deal that did not happen we did mention this is our thursday episode but it is dropping late wednesday uh because the news is uh is out Dak prescott and the dallas cowboys did not agree to a long-term contract extension before wednesday's 4 p.m eastern deadline what does this mean Dak Prescott and the Cowboys cannot agree to a long-term contract before the start of next year's league year. Got that uh, on the first try this time. Didn't stumble over myself like I did on uh, on Wednesday's episode. But this is, um, look, I, I don't want to call this a disaster. I don't want to be dramatic. I don't want to be hyperbolic this is still not great. This is a a not great decision, a not great result by the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we talked about the Des Bryant uh, timeline, if you want to call it that, that uh, happened five years ago. We thought maybe this would kind of mirror that one. It did not. There is no new deal. Dak Prescott, again, will play on the franchise tag. It is the highest individual salary cap figure for a quarterback in 2020. $31.4 million, fully guaranteed that Dak Prescott is getting to be the quarterback of the Cowboys. Now, why was this a mistake? Why? 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 Because we get that question a lot. Why? Why should the cowboys have paid back, et etc.? Here's the reality, and you have to. You have to accept and acknowledge. That Dak Prescott is a very good quarterback. Nobody is telling you, nobody, I I I promise you, nobody is saying that Dak Prescott is better than or even on par with Pat Mahomes or Russell Wilson. Maybe you want to throw Deshaun Watson in that mix, but guess what? It does not matter. Guess what? If you want a quarterback, you have to pay one. Now the reality here is that Pat Mahomes is in his own neighborhood and he's going to be untouched for a long time. So the whole, the next guy's the highest paid guy in NFL history thing, that isn't going to happen for a little bit, you know, a little while here at the very least. But the Cowboys had to make Dak Prescott higher paid than anybody else if they wanted this deal to get done because if if it was your job to represent Dak Prescott and you understood the market, that's what you would ask for. That's that's the way this works. That's the way business works. So three tweets I want to read you here from NFL Network's Jane Slater. The first one, uh, all of this, by the way, came after the deadline officially passed. The first one says, I'm told Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott was involved at the last minute in an effort to get a long-term deal done, but it was up. Against the 3 p.m. Central deadline, per source informed, the deal was between 33 and 35 million dollars annually with 110 guaranteed. She added to this. The deal included a $50 million signing bonus and $70 million over the first two years. I'm told Dak Prescott wanted to get this deal done but it was just too late per source informed. Finally, Jane's third tweet Dak Prescott declined to clarify but disputes some of the details reported here. Tells me while he did talk to Stephen Jones and try to get a deal done, he's grateful and blessed to be a Cowboy and working and moving forward to do whatever he can to help the team win a Super Bowl. Now, first things first NFL Network's Jane Slater will be a guest on friday's episode of girls talking boys with kelsey charles and meg Murray. so get ready for that i'm sure it is going to be excellent can't wait to hear it myself um then there's a lot here. There's a lot to unpack. And Jane's one of the most inside people when it comes to the Cowboys. The first thing here is uh, that I want to talk about is the deal included a $50 million signing bonus and $70 million over the first two years. That last part, $70 million over the first two years. We mentioned Dak Prescott, his franchise tag value, now that it is official for 2020, $31.4 million. The franchise tag value for next year, for 2021. Because At the very least, Dak Prescott's getting tagged next year. The Cowboys didn't tag him right now and go through all this just to watch him leave for nothing next year. Next year's tag value for quarterbacks is $37.7 million. So that is approximately $69 million that Dak Prescott is set to make if he is tagged next year on top of playing on this year's tag. So this whole $70 million over the first two years thing, that means nothing. That that. Dak's already there he's already got that that's not you know the Cowboys aren't doing something incredible by offering him that you know what I mean it's like you know um um I'm I'm trying to think of a good example here. It's like when you have a uh, a coupon for a free appetizer, right, at a place. And, you know, you go to the restaurant, and these are normal times, obviously. You go to the restaurant, you sit down, you give them the coupon, whatever. And at the end of the meal, you know, they try to charge you this exorbitant amount for the meal. They say, well, we gave you, you know, you had the appetizer. I had the appetizer. The appetizer was part of, like, I had the coupon. You know what I mean? By the way, I don't think that, like, coupons don't really exist anymore. Like, I feel like we've started to call them codes. You know what I mean? Like, I've got the codes on my phone. I've got the app. Anyway um, it's already there. Dak Prescott already effectively has $70 million. I'm rounding here over the next two years. So it's not like the Cowboys are making some concession there. Um, the other thing here that is particularly interesting to me is Jane says in her third tweet, Dak Prescott declined to clarify, but disputes some of the details reported here. And then she adds, tells me why he did talk to Stephen Jones and try to get a deal done. He's grateful and blessed to be a Cowboy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, um, what what details is Dak Prescott disputing, and why is it important for it to be known that Dak Prescott disputes them? That is, that I'm again, I'm not trying to be dramatic, and so don't take this as the sky is falling, everything's on fire, uh, the dog and the fire meme, whatever. But that's not good. All right, that's that's not good that Dak has to come out and say, yeah, those details. That's yeah, that, that ain't really how it happened. All right, I had a coupon, you know? <laughs> that's 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 not how it went down. Um, and it would make sense. Nobody would blame Dak for being frustrated here. I think a lot of people are frustrated. I, I am frustrated from the perspective of common sense, from the perspective of being a fan of, of reason and of logic. I am frustrated in that sense. And if anybody is frustrated, goodness gracious, Tad Prescott is frustrated. In case you were somehow unaware, even after me, saying his name, Tad Prescott, the brother of Dak Prescott, on Twitter at 86prescott tweeted. We wrote about this at blogoftheboys.com. We also put it on the blog on the boys' Instagram and Facebook pages. Go like us on the Book of Faces. Follow us on the gram, blogging.the.boys. Tad Prescott's tweet, 10 minutes after the 3 p.m. Central deadline. There is a reason I was never a Dallas Cowboys fan growing up or before they drafted Dak after today, who knows how much longer I'll be cheering for them? Whoa, 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 Miss Lippy! What did you say? Who knows how long? You know what? Why? 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 What? Who? What do you mean? Who? You know, you can make that decision. Look. I'm not trying to say that this means that Dak Prescott is pissed off or mad or whatever the case may be, but I know that that's not good. (laughs) I I know that that it can't be a good sign that Tad Prescott feels that way about what went down, and it really is – You know, we we started to hear reports after the deadline came and went that the Cowboys, you know, they really they really wanted to get this done. All right, they they really did, but they just, man, it just they they ran into the deadline. You know, three p.m. came. You know how what time flies? How how can you be mad at us? We you know we were trying really hard, and 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 we looked up and shoot, it was three o'clock. Man, oh well. You know how we could be mad at you, Cowboys, because you had a year and a half. You had it, maybe not a year and a half, but you had over a year. You had over a year. I saw Kyle Yeomans and Dave Helen from DallasCougars.com tweeting about this. The fantastic Broadway show Rent. A year is five hundred twenty-five thousand and six hundred minutes. You had over that. All right, you can measure it in in daylight, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee. However you want to look at it, you can measure a year in a number of ways. And one thing you cannot do is try to pawn off this idea that you ran out of time when you had over a year to get this done and on the subject of a year this this deal generally you know 33 to 35 million dollars you know per year 110 million dollars guaranteed that would have been a good deal last year and that is the problem here that is what we have seen and we have learned about this team and this organization Time and time and time and unfortunately time again. They are phenomenal and they've gotten even better at a lot of different things. I think we, we all agree that Cowboys have drafted very well generally and we all are very excited about their draft class here in 2020 one thing that they are still very behind the times on is projecting the market. You know, people love to talk about the business acumen of the Dallas Cowboys and how they're the most valuable sports franchise on earth. And that's true. All of all of that is objectively true. And as great business people as they are, they still seemingly cannot extrapolate and project into the future and, and understand what deals are going to look like. We saw them make this mistake with Demarcus Lawrence. They made him play on the franchise tag and they had to pay him more money on his annual average basis as a result of that and that's what's going to happen with Dak Prescott because you know what is a detail that I honestly hadn't given a lot of thought to until the deadline came and went and it was ironic that it was at 3 p.m central time all right with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We heard so much that the dispute between Dak and the Cowboys was over time, right? We've talked about that several times here on the show. We've talked about it on all of our shows here on the Podcast Network, right? Team Dak wanted a four-year deal. The Cowboys wanted a five year deal. We all understand that. Okay, let's let's pretend. Let's pretend that you and I, all right, you and me. All right, you and me. It is our job to represent Dak Prescott, all right? Let's fast forward. It's 2021. The Cowboys won the Super Bowl, fifty-five to nothing. The football season happened, right? Everything's great. It's two thousand twenty one. It's time to negotiate a new deal. Why on earth would Dak Prescott's team, his representation, take a five year deal then? when they wouldn't take one now why I mean why and what's more is maybe maybe this is the Cowboys way of doing this all right maybe the Cowboys feel like you know what and i don't i'm i know i'm i'm injecting um you know some tones i'm i'm really not trying to say the cowboys are being malicious here but maybe the cowboys are saying you know what we want 5 years of team control over this guy so he can have that 4 year deal but he can have it next year because we want 5 total years of team control so we're going to get we're going to get crafty here we're going to get sneaky and and we heard a report by the way early on wednesday nfl networks and rapport reported that the percentage of guaranteed money that the cowboys were offering Dak Prescott was lower than Ryan Tannehill it was lower than Ryan Daniel. I went to Texas A&M and I think this was ridiculous. All right? Now, you know, maybe the Cowboys, this is, this is RJ's theory, all right? Maybe the Cowboys are thinking, you know what? We, we're going to get five years of team control. We'll franchise tag him this year, and we'll give him the four-year deal he wants. We'll up the money next year so that he gets, you know, the money he wants. We'll make it look better then. And guess what happens? One plus four, RJ's math is five. Five years of team control. Bada bing, bada boom, call it a day. Five years of team control. We did it. Well, guess what? If you and I were representing Dak Prescott next year, what I would say, I would say, you know what? We just lost a year. So I don't want a four-year deal anymore. I want a three-year deal because in 2020, I wanted four years. We've lost a year because Dak played on the tag and the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, right? I want a three-year deal right now. And that would not be unprecedented, all right? The last quarterback who went through all of this, we all know Kirk Cousins, in case you didn't know, every reporter in the world has told you that Kirk Cousins went through the franchise tag situation when he was in Washington and parlayed it into a deal. And what was Kirk Cousins' deal with the Minnesota Vikings? It was three years, $84 million, 100% guaranteed. Again, it was 3 years. So if I am Dak Prescott's representation, a year from now, I'm saying, guess what the precedent is, my friends? Kirk Cousins, he played on the tag. He did his thing. He signed a three-year deal. I want a three-year deal. And that is what I would ask for. I don't think that this ends well for the Cowboys. I think that Dak Prescott actually got more leverage in all of this because his franchise tag value for next year is 38 million dollars. $38 Thirty-eight million dollars. That's the that's I, I we I can't even call that the floor because the floor is obviously higher than that. Thirty-eight million dollars is in the rear view window for the Cowboys. And think about it again. The report from Jane Slater was that their offer to him was between thirty-three and thirty-five million dollars per year. Well, guess what? Starting next year, where you put this franchise tag out to, he's making thirty-eight million dollars a year. You're gonna you're gonna lose. I mean somewhere between 6 and $8 million on an annual average value basis, all because you were hung up on one year. It is unbelievable, all right? And I'm really not trying to make it sound like the Cowboys are a disaster of a front office. I'm not saying that. I don't believe that. I believe they are a legitimate front office. Again, I believe they've done a lot of great things this offseason. They had an incredible draft. They'd made so many great free agency decisions. But in this particular category, in this particular realm... They are not very good at what they do. For whatever reason, I used to talk about this, if you've been listening to me for years now, about how the Cowboys approach their overall offensive game plan. This was obviously kind of a Jason Garrett criticism. The Dallas Cowboys, in certain ways, are either extremely arrogant or extremely ignorant, and I want to be clear, being arrogant is not a bad thing, what I used to say, because Jason Garrett's philosophy, right, was, I'm going to, we're going to run the ball, we're going to run the ball on first down, I'm going to put a hat on a hat, and you're going to have to stop us, and that's fine, if you can do that, cool, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, if, if you're having success with it, then who are we to question you? The Cowboys are that way in certain things, and they are that way when it comes to contract. Marcus Lawrence is an example of that. Des Bryant's deal that he got five years is an example of that. Ezekiel Elliott is an example of that, although he kind of forced his hand, obviously. And the Cowboys maybe actually learned their lesson from all of this, said, you know what we're we're not going to cave anymore. We're, we caved to Zeke, and everybody got mad at us because we caved. And they said the next time we're in a position like that, we're not going to cave. The next time was the quarterback. That's the most important position. You know, it's it's actually difficult to understand. Um, and I know that there are people that are not believers in Dak Prescott, and that's fine. But when you look at the way the market business of the NFL works, this was not a wise decision. This 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 is. An insane roll of the dice. And we'll see. We'll see if it if things land. I, I don't even what what would what would be the cowboys' way here? Right? Like what what would what would be the way this worked out for the cowboys? If Dak Prescott was really bad and the Cowboys sucked, ha gotcha. We oh yeah, we got you right where we want you. We went two and fourteen and you were trash. Guess who's got all the leverage now? I mean, think about that, right? If the goal is to win the Super Bowl, right? And I know that that's, you know, the Cowboys aren't going to win the Super Bowl. I know. But the goal is to win the Super Bowl. The goal is to have success. The goal is for Dak to throw for 5,000 yards. Those are the goals. If the Cowboys – and think, think about this, all right? The Cowboys went out and hired a new head coach in Mike McCarthy specifically to obtain those goals. So what if he is actually the guy they think he is, right? Well, Mike McCarthy is going to come in here, and he's going to be really good for us. Things are going to turn around right away. Well, guess what happens if that happens? That means Dak Prescott's awesome, and that means you're going to have to pay him so much money next year. You clearly are operating on different wavelengths in the same building. It's... Um, it's amazing. It really is amazing. But hey, um, we'll see what happens. I do believe if it were me, I would ask for a three-year deal next year. I would not let the Cowboys. And, and maybe you think this is a point of pride. I again, my thought process would be: we wanted four years in 2020. You put us on the tag. We want a three-year deal in 2021. And you know, and and. If, if the Cowboys go to the same song and dance, if we hear them at the beginning of next offseason, well, the salary cap shrunk or it stayed the same, we just can't fit everybody in, we're going to have to make some concessions. That's not Dak Prescott's fault. Well, we want to get him to a four-year deal. He wanted a four-year deal last year. Well, guess what? That was a year ago. It was a year ago. Things change. And if the Cowboys do what they did now and make their offer from what should have been a year ago, a year later, like they did here in 2020— It's not going to go well for them, but hey, it is what it is. We will, of course, have you covered uh, on all things Dak Prescott, Franchise Tag, and and everything in between at boys.com. Got a video coming your way on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. Make sure you go subscribe to that. Obviously talking about uh, the uh, the deck stuff and whatnot. Obviously we have a ton of episodes coming your way here on the Podcast Network. Later on on Thursday we will have a brand new episode of Broadcasting the Boys with Ari Temkin and Roy White cannot wait to hear what they have to say about all this. And as mentioned on Friday NFL Network's Jane Slater joins Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray on Girls Talking Boys. We are available wherever you get your podcasts whether that's Apple device is Spotify, TuneIn Radio, we are everywhere, we are all over the place. Um, Look, I'm obviously incredibly biased, but if you subscribe to the Blog of the Voice podcast, feed, you get two episodes every day, multiple voices, multiple people, all sorts of analysis, all sorts of, you know, all sorts of good stuff. Who doesn't want good stuff? Are you not a fan of good stuff? Is that what you're saying? You're really not a fan of good stuff? That's, well, yeah, it's interesting. But uh, for real, uh, if you subscribe, if you can give us a rating, write a review. Those things are really helpful. Uh, and we uh, we always appreciate anybody that takes the time to do that. I am on Twitter and Instagram, as mentioned, at RJOchoa. You can shoot me a DM if you'd like. You can email me, rj.ochoa at sbnation.com if that is more your speed. We'll see what happens. But we do know... Faux show that Dak Prescott's going to play on the franchise tag. Let's have some fun. All right. And let's do something else. Um, By the way, on the subject of doing things, do me a favor. Have the absolute best Thursday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you in Manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.